everyone and welcome to All Things SR Podcast. Good morning, Leslie. How are you today? Good morning. I'm doing well. I'm coming live from Lansdale, Pennsylvania today, um, which is out kind of near Pam's neck of the woods, but a little farther north, I guess. And yeah, I think it, I it's think on the it's other like, side of Philly. Yeah, it's like the first exit off the uh, northeast extension in Pennsylvania. So, yes. which is a, a little finger of the of the Pennsylvania Turnpike that goes uh, north. Exactly. Four ninety five is another word for it. So, yeah. Yes. So and there's a I, there's a great uh, ice cream place right near there that I used to go to as a little girl, and I've taken Isabella there and. You know, it's a fun little trip. It's, you know, maybe 45 minutes an hour away, but it's nice. You get to go for a nice little ride, get some nice ice cream. They have a nice little farmer's market there. Um, they even have a little place where if you've got small kids, you can, they've got like a petting zoo over at one side. So it's really cool. I Yeah, I, I've driven by it. We drove by it on our way to our friends, uh, mm-hmm. which is where we're staying. We had a celebration for a friend's 50th birthday. And uh, we had a surprise uh, guest come. Uh, our friend flew up from Atlanta to come. And it's, so it was really, really sweet. So I'm in the living room. And the people, I'm hearing, are starting to stir. Most people are still asleep because um, we were up till the wee hours. So it was really lovely. And Betty's saying ice cream is the last thing on my list today. Maybe hot cocoa. Yes. Well, it that's is, that's a good. It's it a little chilly out. Chilly. It is a little chilly. Oh, but I'm it's wondering. It's refreshing. It's re- your lungs are filling up with that clean fresh. I don't. Cold I don't air. need. I don't need. I don't need thirty degree refreshment. Thank you very much. And Dahlia. Dahlia's here. here. Oh, so happy to see you in the chat, Dahlia. How are things in Egypt? It's. So yeah, yeah, I know you don't like the fall, you know, or the weather. Not so much. I don't like when it gets weather. cold, but right. it is it is a beautiful time of year. So yes, it is, and and it's also I believe someone else has a, a bit of a birthday coming up tomorrow. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I I do I do. My birthday is tomorrow. I know, I know. I know you know. It's a good time of year. I'm always a an election day baby, so it's mm-hmm. always around the elections. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's happy and sometimes not so much. That's true. Um, that's, that's like my sister-in-law. My sister-in-law's birthday is December 7th, and she was born December 7th, 1941. So my oh. father-in-law used to say that when she cried, the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. <laughs> oh, well, she had to grow up with I that. know. Well, and I have to say a happy birthday to our friend Dahlia because Lori yes. saying she saw it was Dahlia's birthday yesterday. So mm-hmm. Dahlia, we're almost birthday twins. That's right. Lots of November birthdays. I I was at a. Uh, uh, small celebration for Phil uh, Wednesday. His birthday is actually this coming Wednesday. And his nephews came and we and we all had dinner together, so it was very nice. And, I love that. Uh, but his nephew was uh, December or November 2nd. You're November 7th. Phil's de- November 10th. Isabella is November 18th. Um, my brother-in-law is November 18th. My mom was the 26th of November. Marlene is the 27th of November. Uh, my friend Peter, rest him, rest his soul, his birthday was the 15th of November. So lots of That's amazing. Yeah, I, I don't have that many. Um, I do share, my birthday is actually tomorrow, Lori, November 7th, 11-7. I, I think I would do great in Vegas. Um, and I share that with my aunt Ellie, who also has a birthday on the same date. 
cool. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I did, and it was I, on November 4th, Dahlia said her birthday's November 4th. So, well, I did and, get a little note from our illustrious boss. Sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. You're so he, sneaky. I know. He wishes you a very happy birthday, and he thanks you very much for your continued hard work and support with the podcast, and that you've create, helped create a fun and positive space for so many readers. So he's thankful of, you know, for all bringing him together, bringing everybody together. So. Oh, that's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Thanks, SR. I very much appreciate that. Yeah. So. You know it's an act of love. It is. It is. It always will you be. Know. Yeah. Be. Lots of lots of goodness. Mm-hmm. I'm so lucky to meet all of you wonderful people you uh, through these that. books. It's kind of an amazing, fun kind of uh, kind of story, mm-hmm. you know. And I think it weaves into our podcast today very well. Our theme yes, of the it podcast. Does. Which I have to say, we initially, <laughs> I'm going to fess up because I messed up. And I don't know where I saw it because I did see it when we were doing our planning for our podcast topics. We sit down and we have a, a content calendar. Mm-hmm. And we did this early in the year. You know, we kind of marked down certain days of podcasts. For some reason, I had World Mental Health Day in November, not October. So that's what we were talking about last week. Oh, we're going to be doing this. Mm-hmm. But when we were researching it, Pam kept saying, I'm not seeing anything for November with World Mental Health Day. So mm-hmm. I, but indeed, we found instead that in November, actually next week on the 13th, is uh, World Kindness Day. Um, Which also happens to be William's birthday. Yes. Speaking of November birthdays. (laughs) Exactly. So we decided um, to kick off the week that leads into World Kindness Day with a podcast about kindness, Mm -hmm. um, which is one of the themes throughout all of the books um, that SR has written. Mm -hmm. So that's that's kind of what we decided to do this week. (laughs) And I, I think you're going to enjoy what we've come up with. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Pam, Lori's okay. saying mine is saying off air. Are y'all on air? I am on air. We are live. We are live. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's very odd because I'm seeing that too. Uh, can you guys refresh, still hear us though? Refresh your browser. Okay. You guys can hear us though? I mean, I'm still seeing the chats. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, if you refresh huh. the app, it'll come up. Yes. Because I had to do that too on one month before we started. So, and that's right, Brenda, it is Men's Early Detection Month for Prostate Cancer. And, and I, they can hear us. Yep. Very important reminder, Brenda, so thank you for that. Yeah, um, having a friend who... You know, as as you may have noticed last week, I had a, a very good friend die very suddenly on last Sunday, and uh, they're holding off on her funeral um, because her brother has uh, had pro- has been going through prostate cancer, and they think it may have metastasized to his, his bladder. They're not sure, oh. so they're holding off because they have to go do some to get some testing that he has to go through to find out. And we'll go from there. So, anyhow, anyhow. So we got we do have a little bit of news from SR. Um, the Man in the Black Suit is up, is released in Brazil, and you can get it at All Books Editoria. And uh, he's hoping that this book will do well in Brazil because he needs to uh, renew a contract for the Gabriel series in in Brazilian. And because uh, since they've expired, so if it does well, then hopefully they can they'll pick up the Gabriel series, which um, be really really important. Yeah, and um, I also wanted to share that uh, he has a uh, a user code for Rapture to get two dollars off per month for three months on a subscription to Passion Flick. So 
if you know anybody who wants to sign up and if you if you haven't signed up yet passionflix.com and it'll walk you through it and you can put I in put the, it in the chat as well the code rapture yeah so. mm-hmm. and that's basically what he had to say this week yes but and and he did note and we would be remiss without having a few moments to squeal and chat about the trailer that came out this week. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think of that? Yeah, was it uh, everything you uh, expected? I know Marlene just about, as, as I used to say in the South, she had the vapors. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm also laughing. Betty just said the Boston is the way to a girl's heart discounts Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) and Betty said and we did get big news from Passion Flicks Um, and Dolly said it was brilliant Mm -hmm. Um, the trailer Brenda's showing the heart poster and trailer speechless Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Betty loved it but where's Paul Um, (laughs) Black Lab Lady said perfect Um, and actually I thought I saw James post saying that he's he doesn't think he will be in um he doesn't think he's in part one uh he's in it but yeah i don't think i don't think i don't i don't think he's in part one i think he's in part two of rapture Mm -hmm. so we'll have to watch for that yes um brenda said the trailer it was amazing i can't wait so excited love it ashley said and Um, i I know i know a few hearts went flip Flitter Flatter in the, the, the <laughs> Pacciani arena. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I have to say, I it was, of course, in the middle of the workday, and Pam, um, thankfully, Pam keeps me on top of things. And she said, oh, the trailer just came out, and I had to watch it. Mm-hmm. And I, it, I did get emotional. It was just so beautifully shot. And, yes, seeing Pacciani... Oh my gosh, that actor I, Christian Vitt is just, he is just going to be so good being so evil. <laughs> true, true. And you know, yes, the, Dahlia uh, said she's looking forward to seeing Pacciani. Ellie the saw the premiere, trailer. Lori the said it was prem- perfect. <laughs> the premiere is going to be on the 18th. And from what I understand from Passion Flicks, Julio, Melanie, and James will definitely be there. And Christian Vitt will be there. Very, very exciting. So I'm sure that there'll be a lot of pictures to be passed around it from the uh, premiere when after it happens. So that is uh, that should be fun. Yes, and 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 Betty's saying um, that Paul should be in the first movie because he writes his Christmas presents and mails them to her when she mails them to her when she is in Toady, and she receives <laughs> his present when she takes uh, her. T- to her dad and Natalie. So, mm-hmm. um, and Brenda's noting that we all like bad boys. Mm-hmm. And Betty's also saying, if Paul is not in the movie, is it's it really, really a Gabriel deep. movie? <laughs> 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 I don't think it is for you, Betty. <laughs> no, never for Betty. And uh, Lori wants to know if any of us are going. Um, there are a few of us that are founding members that. Uh, are going to be there. Um, I know that there's a large group from the Emerson's that are going to be there. Uh, Nina will be there. Um, Betty, I, you're going to be there if I'm not mistaken. And you and I are going to be there, Leslie. And Lauren Hopkins will be there. There's a third, Effie. And there's a, a group. And uh, Dolly is saying, Allie did mention that there'll be a live on Instagram. Right. And they, they usually try to do that at the premieres because if you remember, we went to the Dirty Sexy Saint. Yes, we saw the Dirty Sexy Saint premiere um, of the Passion Flicks movie in 2019. And they do a live stream. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody can join in on the fun. And yes. Dolly is hoping to be there in spirit. I think all the fandom will be there in spirit. Absolutely. Really, it's really, really amazing. Um, that being able to go to a premiere is, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a little bit different with COVID, but um, yes. And Betty's going to support her man, Paul. Of course, of course. And Lori will live vicariously through 
us all. So, yes, full reports will be happening um, all of that. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. It's a bright spot this month that I really need to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Just and having the opportunity to watch the film um, on a big screen. Well, on the 24th, I mean, just being able to have the fact that it's it's here it's mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. Um, is so amazing to me. I mean, um, when, you, and, when you think about it a year and a half ago uh, when we were all basically in lockdown and it was like, when is it going to be filmed? Are we going to have anything to come around? And, and I felt, I, I felt bad for passion flicks because all they basically had at that point was the Gabriel's Inferno. And, and I know that there were a lot of other um, passion flicks, Fans and uh, subscribers who were, while they loved the Gabriel series in the movie, they wanted to see their their particular books that they had been optioned as well. So it'll be yes. good. It's going to be great. And Betty asked if a bridal gown is a no for a red carpet premiere. <laughs> It would definitely and get attention, Betty, if you wanted would. to do that. That would. And, and as Dahlia say, it's a free country, Betty. Walk the red carpet like a queen. That's right. Absolutely. You do you. That's exactly it. <laughs> um, I, the veil, though, I, I, I might get in the way of, of being able to see anything. So I, I think I might forego the veil, maybe flowers in your hair or something. In that vein, it might work. <laughs> I love it. Friend is saying no white after Labor Day. <laughs> Lori's saying um, you can do it if you feel like it, Betty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's going to so, be quite the adventure, friends. Yes, it will. Quite the adventure. So I wanted to check. Um, and looking at our time, I think we should transition into our discussion today. I think so too, because I on, believe on you're kindness. at your friend's house, so on kindness. Yes. yes. Well, it's okay. Nobody's awake except my husband, who's going to run um, uh, run an errand and grab some coffee. So, mm-hmm. which is always a good thing to bring back. Mm-hmm. Um, so. As we mentioned, uh, the 13th of November is World Kindness Day. And so we wanted to start with a discussion of the definition of kindness. It's a noun, the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. Uh, Example is he thanked them for their kindness and support. Kindness is defined as the quality of being friendly, um, generous, and considerate, whereas being kind is doing intentional, voluntary act of kindness. Not only when it's easy to be kind, but sometimes when it's hard to be kind. <laughs> Betty. Betty's asking if the replica of Madonna's Like a Virgin wedding dress is a no. She uh, said, oh, well, maybe next time. I say you okay. rock that dress, Betty. Whatever, Just go for you, it. whatever floats your boat. If that's the it. wedding dress you want to wear, you wear it. <laughs> <laughs> so we, you know, since we told um sr we were doing the scene we had a couple questions for him um and we asked him uh you know and, and noted that kindness plays such a key role in all of your work did you intend to focus on this theme or did it just emerge as you wrote um and so many fans quote kindness is never wasted does that surprise you what inspired you to write that phrase and you know I think some of you may have heard this before in other interviews with him, but he noted the theme of kindness never being wasted is drawn from Aesop and one of his fables. And um, we're going to put in the... I got it. Okay, you got it? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to put in the link to the chat box, and I'm going to tell you the little story of Aesop's fable and where this quote came from. A lion lay asleep in the forest, his great head resting on his paws. A timid little mouse came upon him unexpectedly, and in her fright and haste to get away, ran across the lion's nose. 
Roused from his nap, the lion laid his huge paw angrily on the tiny creature to kill her. Spare me, begged the poor mouse. Please let me go, and someday I will surely repay you. The lion was much amused to think that a mouse could ever help him, but he was generous and finally let the mouse go. Some days later, while stalking his prey in the forest, the lion was caught in the toils of a hunter's net. Unable to free himself, he filled the forest with his angry roaring. The mouse knew the voice and quickly found the lion struggling in the net. Running to one of the great ropes that bound him, she gnawed until it parted and soon the lion was free. You laughed when I said I would repay you, said the mouse. Now you see that even a mouse can help a lion. A kindness is never wasted. You know, when, when he, I saw that yesterday when, when uh, he had sent the note over, um, mm-hmm. I, I never equated that with, with, with SR. I, uh, it was, a, it was, I remember the, the fable as a child growing up and mm-hmm. but it was just, I, I didn't really put two and two together. So. Well, and, and just reading the, you know, reading this, the brief, um, fable just now, Mm-hmm. There are so many elements of uh, of of Julia and Gabriel in that a little bit, right? You know, you, oh, you have this definitely. small, timid, the small and timid with this mm-hmm. big, larger than life presence. Um, I just think it's really cool. And Betty mm-hmm. actually had never heard the story, so yes, it's a collection of a collection of uh, small fables. A lot of times they. Um, were discussed um and you know they have them for children mm-hmm. as well um yeah I, re- I remember them mostly as children's stories from when i was growing up and yep. when patrick was younger too and and you know Aesop was a greek storyteller born approximately 620 bc Tradition says he was born as a slave, but developed a real talent for fables that were used to teach truths in a simple, understandable way. Mm -hmm. So that's how this whole story with the moral kind of came about um, from way back in the day. So just a little interesting um, tidbit there. wants us to remember when Gabriel used to compare Julia to a church mouse. Yes. Yes. I mean, Betty, you're spot on. I, I never correlated it. Um, that might be worth another question back to him about that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But the whole idea of kindness never being wasted. And also that the small and timid can help the, the strong and mighty, mm-hmm. right? That's true. Um, you know, so, and it's, and it's cool. It is cool. There's a lot, there's a lot that goes along in, in with that too. A lot of different, Parables from Gospels and, you know, different, different uh, themes throughout all the all different religions uh, of kindness and helping the the meek. I mean, there's Daniel and the lion as well. So, right, right. And I just I love the fact, you know, that that was something that's where SR got that kindness Mm -hmm. is never Mm -hmm. wasted. And I have seen it quoted in other in other places. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, he's very clear that it wasn't just an original, <laughs> an SR original, um, but he, he's elevated it, mm-hmm. you know, which is just beautiful. You know, and there, there's a, uh, there seems to be differences between kindness and kind. Kindness, kindness is defined as being friendly, generous, and considerate, whereas being kind is doing intentional things. Voluntary acts of kindness. Uh, not only when it's easy to be kind, but also when it's hard to be kind. So we, we asked SR if there were any other works of art, literary or otherwise, that influenced you in writing about kindness. And he says if one reads about St. Francis of Assisi, particularly the stories told by Thomas of Solano, uh, we see many cases in which Francis Francis is merciful and kind to other human beings, to animals, etc. So I thought of Julianne as type of St. Francis in that sense. And uh, what I looked up to 
Thomas Solano. I know he's been venerated in the Catholic Church. I don't believe he's a saint yet, but he is a, um, what they would call blessed. Uh, he was, he had joined the, the Friars Minor um, in 1215 AD and, and not long after, after they were founded. So he was a similar age to Francis. And he also came from a wealthy family, as did Francis. Uh, and after Francis died, uh, Pope Gregory IX asked Thomas to write the biography of St. Francis of Assisi. So there were three, actually three books that he wrote in regard to St. Francis. And it was the uh, First Life of Francis. There was the uh, Secunda, Vita Secunda, which is the Second Life. And he also wrote um, The Legend for Use in the Choir and or the Legenda ad Usum Cori uh, and the Treatise for on the Miracles, Tracticus de Miraculous uh, B. Francisci. And that was in 1254. Uh, these books actually are available on um, Amazon and Barnes and Noble, or wherever you may get your books. So it's you know he he's an interesting character, which surprised me because it just and it shouldn't, but it always surprises me the depth that SR has when he's writing and where it's, he pulls pulls his his inner self into the characters. It's so, it really is fascinating. I was not familiar with Thomas of Solano. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, obviously these are all influences. Um, and I'm so glad he answered the question because I, I, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes you, we send him questions and he may or may not uh, respond. And this one, you know, he was very thoughtful in the response about, um, these demonstrations of Francis as merciful and kind to other human beings and to animals. And he, he really approached writing Julianne in that sense, um, which is great. And, and in the, dis as, as Betty says, no one writes like the boss. He is a genius. He is very unique in, in his writing. And, and in terms of reflection of kindness, Dahlia had noted, it's amazing how this same story was told to us when we were young. She's referring to Aesop's fables. Mm -hmm. um, the notion of kindness is somehow perceived differently when you're young and innocent than when you grow older. Back in the day, if I let a friend play with my Barbie while I needed at a time, at the time, was considered as a sign of kindness. The older you get, people tend to give kindness away with so much calculation. Personally, I think kindness is at its best when it comes involuntary without any commitments or judgment. Very true. Very and I, true. it's like a selfless kindness. And I think that is Julia personified. Um, oh, definitely. She, you know, the way she. Um, and Raven personified. They both think they both have an acceptance of their prospective character partners in mm -hmm. and Gabriel and William who were. These strong, overbearing types for you right. know, the macho types, alpha male, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. And they are quietly sitting there and bringing focus and, and calm to them. Which I think is, is stronger, char stronger character than the male characters presenting themselves as they are strong. That, yes. That's just me. Well, and um, Black Lab Lady also noted uh, that kindness is something that makes your heart swell when you do something nice for someone else, mm -hmm. more so if it's anonymous. So, you know, it, it's kind of like that selflessness and the mm -hmm. not need, you know, not needing the recognition, mm -hmm. you know, doing the mm -hmm. right thing to, to do the right thing, not to get, you know, uh, and you, well, and recognition. Even even Acacia has has that in her, uh, with her with how how she and Nicholas connect, right? And she, you know she's got a lot of inner strength in her, that, ex, you know it. Some people when they some, well people when they go through rough things in their lives like Julia did or like, uh, Raven did or even Acacia. They, there's a tendency to be hard, even. Right. But 
but they are very sweet. They're kind, gentle, but strong as hell women. Exactly. And I think that that's why so many people are drawn to these characters mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's that tenacity with kindness, you know, being able to survive and having that spirit of survival mm-hmm. um, coupled with the, the understanding that we all are connected and that we all can do small gestures to help make things better. And we looked up a list of 10 acts of kindness and we'll actually put the link in the blog or the blog link in the chat. I got it. I, I I have it right here. Um, believe it or not, I I had it uh, queued up. And uh, so there were a couple, there are 10, and we're going to take you through some of them. And uh, before I do that, though, Betty had just noted, uh, Gabriel the dragon, Willie the monster, and the ladies have a different comparison. Julia, brown-eyed angel, Raven the defensa, Acacia is compared to Euphrosyne. And you're right, it's, it's interesting how things are portrayed um, but also, even in the the hardened characters, the the monsters, right? Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. that kindness. It's that almost that Beauty and the Beast like quality that underneath that monster is is that gentle soul, right? Um, so, and it, it's just it's there's so much wrapped into his writing um, that comments on humanity. And the human condition that it, it always amazes me. Yeah, and, you know, it, and it it's it does it it amazes me all the time because like, a lot of times, like when we ask him questions and he responds to them and he comes up with this stuff and you're like, wow, and you, and you go to look at it and a lot of people will read stories and and love them and enjoy them and promote them to other people without going into the into depth of the of what these characters are you know which mm-hmm. and so it always it always astonishes me with some of the stuff he comes back with so it's true and as Lori notes his writing is always thoughtful and never mm-hmm. shallow yeah very true and and you know looking at these 10 acts of kindness um, this list, You know, the first one on here is stop to lend a hand. And as Mm -hmm. soon as I read that, I was thinking of Raven, you know, Mm -hmm. she's Mm -hmm. stopping to help the, the Angelo, Angelo, um, who, who is shunned and homeless and nobody ever tries to help him. And she Mm -hmm. stops and tries to help him and lend a hand. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you also think of the times with Julia when she's in Florence and she wants to help, um, give give money to the poor you know and and you know again with the way his stories all relate mm -hmm. she was also helping Angela exactly exactly Mm -hmm. and you know Betty just noted that Nicholas is tricky he sees himself as he sees himself like a monster due to his face and his scar Mm -hmm. um but he also tries to seek justice for his sister so very true. Mm-hmm. Very true, Betty. Um, the second item on the acts of kindness is spread some beauty. And as I read that, it made me think about the work of Raven um, and how she does the, the restorations art. of the art and the artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, but that could be anything from, or, or you know, uh, Gabriel buying or sending flowers, trying to share and have some kindness. Um, the artwork, um, just even inclusion of the artwork, I think, mm-hmm. is, is and the references to art. And Betty's also elevate that. that. Raven used to go visit Bruno's grandmother, and uh, she would keep her company um, when she wasn't eating. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that almost goes into the third one is double dinner. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is more of a helping if someone needs uh, 
a break and next time you're cooking or making a meal, if you can make an extra, extra helping and then mm-hmm. take it to someone who may need it. Um, yeah, it reminds me of, uh, Gabriel bringing Julia dinner or taking dinner. her to dinner, mm-hmm. um, when she was that, you know, that grad student who was struggling, um, and he was afraid she wasn't eating. So mm-hmm. it's definitely an act of kindness, um, in order to do that. Um, and we have the halftime show. The halftime show. Let's see. Uh, now, I wonder what the song will be next week since we have to I don't know. fall back an hour. I know we're next not- week. In the, and in fact, I'm glad we're saying that. Um, in the U.S., we ha- at, in this part of the U.S., I should say, we have uh, daylight savings time. Mm-hmm. So we're changing our clocks back an hour. Um, so especially for those who are in different time zones and in different parts of the world, make sure you check our time. We'll put mm-hmm. out some reminders about that yeah. um, or else we're going to miss you and we don't want to miss you. No. So um, the fourth fact of kindness listed is send kind greetings to the troops. So just do something for those who are, um, serving in the military. It's the only one I was trying to think of if there's any correlation to any of the books. And I think just, you know, if, if we go into the Florentine series, actually, however, they can help. Um, well, Father of, Kavanaugh, it was, yes. uh, to an, a certain extent, he's always trying to reach out to Raven. And mm-hmm. especially after... Um, her her connection with William happened. So, you know, it's, it's different. But even when she was had fallen down those stairs and, and had had her problems with her leg and the ex, uh, her stepfather coming in on the, on his sister again and, and, you know, taking her, taking her sister out of the situation. So. Exactly. And Black Lab Lady also noted that even as a teen, Julia went to the Salvation Army to help serve Thanksgiving dinner to those in need, Mm -hmm. even as she was hurting herself. Mm -hmm. And that's a great example um, Mm -hmm. of her, you know, just, again, this theme of kindness resonating all through, all through the work. And uh, the fifth one we have is let a stranger go in front of you in line. Um, if there's someone who, you know, for example, if you're in the grocery store and if there's someone who has two items and you have a full cart, why not just let them go ahead of you Mm -hmm. and give them the gift of time? And I think that, I think that is something too, that's easy to do Mm -hmm. that can make someone's day a little brighter. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the others are you send a kind note to someone. Mm-hmm. Well, and there's lots of notes um, in these books, right? Yeah, Julian and uh, Gabriel, they, they send notes back. He sends notes in particular in cards. And Paul. And and Paul. Paul's very does, does that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, with his little rabbit and his, uh, his book of uh, um, the Velveteen Rabbit to Julia. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, clean up. Yeah. We just went through the was it the CP twenty six or COP twenty six and how how we're trying to help the planet and climate change. You know, maybe you see litter in a park, pick it up. Um, you see water running when it shouldn't be, turn it off. Exactly. Anything, you know, anything that will save ourselves. Break leaves for someone, shovel snow in this area, in this street. A lot of us will go out. We have a lot of elderly on the block, so we'll, you know, shovel their walks without them knowing it, which is, and we had we had a beautiful neighbor up the street who every time I came home with a bunch of groceries, he would help me bring them in. So uh, he moved down to Florida. He's starting nursing school in Florida, so I, I, uh, I will miss him. Um 
And, and Betty's noted that Paul also sent a rabbit to baby Claire, That's right. which is another example of uh, kindnesses. And mm-hmm. also talking about the character of Father Kavanaugh in the Florentine series, um, she did note that he's loved by almost everyone except Willie and Raven. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they, they had a lot of challenges they did. with him. They did. Um, and they do. And so then also we have uh, Paying It Forward. I was I happened to uh, see Chrissy Mayer was in, a, a, I believe it was like a Starbucks line this week. Yes, I saw it. coffee. Yep. You know, and uh, it's, all, it's always a nice thing to do. I mean, you know, if you, if you can do it. Uh, I know that there have been times... Uh, Going to being at the shore where you go up to a, a toll booth on the Garden mm-hmm. State Parkway in New Jersey, and before that was all electronic, and they'd say, "Oh, the person in front of you got it. Don't worry, go ahead." Which was it's such nice. a lovely idea, mm-hmm. and I think you know we see um, Gabriel paying it forward mm-hmm. um, with those kids at the orphanage. Absolutely, you know, investing in their education and. Um, donating and buying things. Yes, Raven as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of examples of paying it forward um, in in these books. And Betty also points out that Paul defended the student at the keg party. The guy, he caught the guy who attacked her and, and gave him to the authorities. And that was that was nice. <laughs> that was justice. That was justice, and, and Paul does does do that well. Um, well, I think Paul's another character that really displays so many traits of kindness. He does. Um, truly. And then it's be kind to siblings, family members, or friends. Yes. You know, um, well, Raven's protection of her sister. Yep. The and closeness Nicholas of that. Is going for justice on his sister. Right, the closeness of the family. family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, go shopping for someone else. You know, I there are, I have a lot of elderly neighbors who can't get out. So, mm-hmm. you know, quite a few of us go out. And I know Phil in particular um, gets, uh, he actually gets groceries from the Jewish Federation Association. Yes here in the States and they bring him a, a boatload of food and he has no clue what he's doing with it. God rest him, bless him. Uh, thank I God think for Marlene a, being there. <laughs> wow. I just think it's kind, but I mean, we have so many examples of shopping um, for others in, in these mm-hmm. series. I mean, just think about Rachel buying the gifts, um, mm-hmm. Gabriel giving her money to get the, the, the uh, satchel. Mm-hmm. Um, the mm-hmm. buying of the meals, uh, buying the, gifts the gift for the card. children at the orphan orphanage, the hundred dollar Starbucks gift card. The, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anna said, "Paul sending the rabbit to baby Claire wasn't an act of kindness. Totally more like a nephew to the professor." <laughs> <laughs> and considering Anna. that Claire likes that rabbit better than the one who gave him <laughs> That's great, Anna. So we, we one of the things we asked SR was what was your favorite scene uh, in any of your work? There are many that demonstrates kindness. And he responded when I was writing Gabriel's Inferno, I envisioned Julianne as being a, a a atypical heroine in that her strength would be her kindness. She has compassion on Gabriel for on several occasions. And this compassion and forgiveness changes his life. And you, you think about that, and it's true. Yes, I put that answer in the chat box because mm-hmm. I thought that was such a good one. Um, it is. It, it's kind of her superpower. Mm-hmm. It is. That and she doesn't he, realize she has until much later in the series. You know, like when he's, he's in the in, uh, lobby... And he's drunk. Ethan says, right. can you help us out? And I'm like, okay. And she goes with her smoothie. Come on, let's go. 
Yep. So. Yep. Always willing to lend a hand. That's another great example right there. Mm-hmm. That's right. And you know, point, <laughs> as much as she out, didn't want to. <laughs> I was going to say the rabbit was kind, but also an attempt to keep Paul present in Julia's mind. He's still waiting. Yeah, it's going to be a long wait. That's all. Yeah, I, I think I think so. I think he's realizing that by mm-hmm. this point. Oh, Dahlia, thank you so much for joining us this morning. I was so glad where you are. By. Yes, yes, it's so good to see you. We've missed you in the chat room. Thank you, and I hope you have a wonderful, sending you wonderful birthday wishes as well, Dahlia. Take care. Have a great day. So um, one of the things that we point out is kindness and civil behavior go hand in hand. And in today's world, as crazy it is sometimes, that each person decides for themselves what is kind, and some look at it from a personal perspective, as opposed to focusing inwardly, while others look to be kind to a friend or a stranger. You know, um, one of the things that a lot of us forget sometimes, I do this, and I know others do too, is as kind as you are to other people, you also have to be kind to yourself sometimes. You know, I I look at my friend Bob right now, who's going, who's just starting the grief steps. Mm-hmm. And and when I talked to him this week, I said to him, you know, I understand the numbness, I understand the emptiness that you feel at this point, but just be patient with yourself, and most of all, be kind to yourself. Because right. if you if you're not, you it 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 can drag on for a long period periods of. Uh, of self self doubt and and so you got to give yourself that that time you got to give yourself the time to even just break down and cry by yourself that's important too so that right I, I, I you and know. giving yourself that grace mm-hmm. you know be kind to yourself is so important being kind to yourself is so important especially when you're grieving mm-hmm. so. but I think I think in general we have sometimes we put a lot of expectations upon ourselves mm-hmm. and we need to give ourselves a little bit of leeway. That's true. Um, so kind people often exhibit certain characteristics. They ask, how are you? And they mean, usually they mean it. It's not necessarily something that's, you know, just said offhand. Um, it's, it's genuine, you know, and, and I'm looking at Betty's comment. Paul's not manipulative. He's, kind he's just misunderstood <laughs> and Anna's saying oh Betty everyone is manipulative at some time that's true unfortunately we all have we are human after all um some people are you know characteristic is always having something nice to say about someone yes you know, um, Paul trying to be nice to, to Gabriel or vice versa is, is a point there and people that are willing to step in and help out without without question or anything that you know favors expected in return have a friendly disposition they have they're not argumentative or judgmental uh, and they're gen- generally good good people they act kindly because of the right way to be and characteristics of an ethical person so I mean, you know, so that's that's all. They're all great examples of what that is, and I'll I'll put that um, website in where I got that from. It's from a blog post that I read. The ethics of kindness, yeah. and I'm noting that Black Lab Lady said um, and commented that kindness is sometimes just being a very good listener, Absolutely. and I think that is. A, a great observation, and I think that's also displayed um, mm-hmm. throughout the work. You know, you know, I think of Richard um, listening uh, when Gabriel needs to chat with him, or mm-hmm. having uh, the the sounding board of <laughs> even Catherine Picton, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when they didn't know what to do, they would turn to her for her wisdom. Um, 
And I think these are all really good examples. Um, and Betty's saying that's Becky's act of kindness as well, mm-hmm. being a good listener. And that's true, um, especially Julia's turning to her because she didn't have a role model for a mother, really, and her mother's not around, and, and she needs that guidance And as she approaches the mothering Claire. Um, and Betty also noted Becky listened to Richard when he wanted to talk about grief, and I think that's a true gift. Uh, Lori's that noting listening. Listening is very important. And I think that's, uh, you know, that's also that way of showing the kindness. Uh, how are you? Uh, you know, genuinely asking to know um, and understand how people are feeling. It's that connection, I think. And mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, that's one of the key elements here in the book um, and in a lot of his writing. Mm-hmm. is connection and and kindness and having you know I think kindness also stems from uh, respecting others and trying to make things better for someone else mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and Betty uh, just noted even if Sharon were around she probably wouldn't be interested in being a grandmother Becky is the surrogate mother to Julia and Gabriel Yes, yeah, she think, is because she's kind of taken them under wing. You know the fact that she's ba- she basically lives with them and and cares and cares for them. You know, it's the nurturing and the feeding that she's given them, and her her presence mm-hmm. is also what's important for them. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's, there's so many things that, you know, you can always go and look. There's so many things about kindness out there. There's blog posts, there's, there, and everything. But one of the things, and I, I pointed this out to um, Leslie before we came on air, was that when we look at the 10, you know, like these 10 acts, I mean, these are just examples. I mean, there are plenty out there. But... I always thought that that was kind of innate with, with people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you pointed out that it, it, it can be taught as when we're children. So it becomes more innate with us. It's true. Um, and, and I think, but I think not everybody has, you know, it, it kind of goes into that, um, uh, discussion of is it learned behavior or is it um something that you're born with right Mm -hmm. and I think there's a bit of both to it um and Betty noted um Nicholas's mom was kind to Acacia Mm -hmm. very much so very much and it didn't it didn't matter her her background her religion Mm -hmm. it was just a kind person reaching out to another um and Black Lab Lady noted in return um, it gives Rebecca joy to have Julian Gabriel to care for her because her family is far away, which I think is a really, really good insight. That is, it is. And it's true. I, you know, I, I think once we get to that, um, certain age where our children have flown the coop, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's like that. What do you do? You know, um, I, I know when my son first moved out, I, I was very fortunate that I had a dog. So at least I could, you know, I was walking Kel, the, my Kelly girl and it was a yellow lab, black lab, black lab lady. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, she, so it was always, there, there was always somebody to care for. And I think that's, that's kind of, kind of what Rebecca's going through. You know, she's, She's her husband's passed away. Her children have moved away, and so now she has Julian Gabriel to look after. And, and I think Nicholas's mother has Nicholas and Acacia to look after too. And not Acacia's mother's there as well. And and between the, she's a caring person. I mean, she 
the fact that she took Acacia away from all uh, the situation that she could have grown up in. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And, you know, as, as we wrap up our discussion, you know, that that's really kind of the point of this world kindness movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why they created the day in 1998, you know, to promote kindness throughout the world mm-hmm. and, you know, promoting the importance of being kind to each other, to yourself and to the world at large. Um, it's, it's helping everyone understand that compassion for others is what binds us all together. Mm-hmm. And it has the under the power of this understanding can bridge the gap between nations. And that's the whole point of world kindness day. And I thought mm-hmm. as, when I was reading that and I'll put the link on that as well. Um, it, I, I can't think of a better way to summarize SR <laughs> And his writing, mm-hmm. um, because it really does have that connection, and you know, and he and he promotes gives you it that, so well. It, it gives you that, you know, the inspiration to keep kindness going. Yeah, one um, and you can, you know, he he exudes it so much in his writing, and he want you know he it, when he comes online and discusses different things you know goofing around or not and his passing the peace on Sundays and that kind of thing and he asks for nothing in return except to be kind mm, exactly exactly having that um, having that mantra you know kindness is never wasted mm-hmm. um I think is something that brings people together and reminds people. Um, and I love the, you know, on the, the site for the kindness day, you know, it's, it's being kind to others and being Mm -hmm. kind to yourself as well as the world at large. Mm -hmm. And I think that's just a very special way to approach it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so anyway, next week, Next week, we, we, we have another birthday. Yes, we will. It is Nickel Erupt. <laughs> William's birthday. <laughs> He's going to haunt me on that one. <laughs> the prince. The prince the himself. Prince. And he'll be how many hundreds of years old? I'm not quite sure. I'll have to figure that out. So Yes. And we might be looking at a different time, correct? Correct. We have to discuss that. Yes. So stay tuned. Yeah, because I I think uh, Pearling's going to be joining us, as is Betty. And we may be doing it Friday night or Saturday night. Um, We have to discuss that. So just an FYI. Yes. Right. And before we go into the music, I wanted to note, Ellie, a couple comments here. Ali said, SR truly lives kindness in his positive spirit and how he gifts us with kindness and positive thinking in his writing and in his posts. Mm-hmm. And Black Lab Lady's going to miss next week. Oh, you can always listen to us. <laughs> and Willie, uh, Betty says, we're going to give you our next as a present. <laughs> True. Um, and thank you all so much. Uh, thanks for your kindness. And um, what musical interlude do you have, have for us going uh, out? We have Wilco with a shot in the arm. So everybody have a great week. And we'll see. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. You're up all night. Sun God.